Welcome to the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast, where women come to be encouraged, uplifted, and inspired to go further, push harder, and shine brighter through personal conversations with me, your host, LaShonda McLaurin. So, let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Inspiring Women Weekly Podcast. LaShonda here, and I hope that you are having an amazing day and ready to have yet another great week. So, guys, we've spent the last few weeks talking about goal setting and making our dreams a reality. And over the coming few weeks, we're going to be shifting gears here. We'll be talking more about having a healthy mind because truthfully, you can set all the goals you want, but if your mind isn't healthy, it makes it harder, not impossible, but harder to accomplish the things you want to achieve in life. So today's episode was prompted by the recent passing of Pastor Jared Wilson, who was the pastor of a mega church in California. He was also a mental health advocate. And even though he was a man of faith, he struggled with depression and ultimately committed suicide. So I want to discuss the misconceptions that many of us have about faith and spirituality and its relationship to our mental health. And so I want to inspire you to seek help. Pastor Jared Wilson committed suicide earlier this month, September 2019. Hearing the words pastor and suicide in the same sentence is kind of mind boggling to some. But let me inform you, Pastor Jared Wilson is not the first pastor to commit suicide. Just last year, several pastors committed suicide because of their own various reasons. But it doesn't stop there. It's not just pastors who are struggling, as it is reported that about 70% of pastors experience depression symptoms or burnout. But let's think about the congregation. Every Sunday, millions of people fill churches, and yet they are suffering with mental illness. Depression, anxiety, bipolar symptoms, sadness, grief, and so on. People who believe in God, who have been saved by Jesus, and who serve him daily, have issues. Huh? What? How can that be? How can it be that people who believe in God have issues, have suicidal thoughts, are anxious, feel extreme sadness, and so on? Well, the truth is that even though people believe in God, they are still humans in this world. No one is exempt from issues or hard times, not even God's people. But this belief that if I'm a Christian, I shouldn't have a mental illness is what keeps so many people bound. It stops them from seeking help. It keeps them from telling others the truth about what they are feeling or thinking because they believe that as a Christian, I'm not supposed to have this struggle. Here's what I need for you guys to understand, especially the believers out there. There is a difference between the spirit and the mind. They are two separate things, and oftentimes they can battle with one another. How many times has your spirit said do one thing, but your mind said do something else? There are times when my spirit says, you need to go to church, but my mind tells me, "Mm, there's so many things that need to get done around this house. My spirit says to me, girl, get up and pray. My mind says, girl, you tired, get some extra rest. My spirit says, You have so much to be thankful for, but my mind finds something to complain about. Now, let's take this a step further. Your spirit says that you are healed, 
But your mind says you should be anxious about what the doctor will say. Your spirit says you can do all things through Christ, but your mind says you're not good enough to achieve that thing. Your spirit says you are loved, but your mind tells you that no one cares about you. Your spirit says you have a purpose, but your mind says end it. There is no purpose for you here. Y'all having God in your spirit does not make you exempt from the enemy messing with your mind. It does not make you exempt from being affected by the struggles of the world. It does not make you exempt from feeling down and out. What being a Christian means is you have the power to overcome those things because of Christ. It means that you have someone inside of you who is bigger than all of those things. But far too often, we don't use the tools and resources that God has given us on this earth to overcome those obstacles. I've grown up in the church all my life. I'm a preacher's daughter. I was saved at a young age, so I know that the church is filled with people who are hurting and suffering and dealing with various difficult things. Church is where you go to bring your cares to God. Have you ever gone to church and seen someone crying out to God and you can just tell and feel that their cry is about something that is just devastating their life? You can tell it's not just a cry of worship, but it's a cry for help. I've seen it all my life in church and oftentimes I would see the same people Sunday after Sunday crying out probably about the same issues. We have been taught as Christians that church is where you come to deal with the things that are going on in your life and in our minds. But that's just part of the resolution. I believe in God and I know that he can do anything. But I also know that sometimes God wants us to do the work in order to overcome. And that is where many Christians fall short. We believe that everything will be solved solely by prayer. And God has made it clear that faith without works is dead. Sometimes he requires us to do more. But when mental health is involved, we have been taught to pray and keep it mostly covered up. Mental illness is hard for many people to understand because it's something that you can't see. And sometimes it's even difficult to describe. So people often don't get treatment. They maybe will talk to the pastor about it, ask for prayer, and then just kind of hope for the best. But y'all, God has given us resources. There are therapists, psychologists, psychiatrists, and doctors who are here to help with those issues. I often try to describe it this way. If you were having discomfort in your chest and you went to the doctor and your doctor said you are having heart issues and then he instructs you to take medication, work out with a trainer weekly and to change your diet in order to live a life that you desire to live. Would you do it? Or would you just pray and tell the pastor and hope that things change? See, it's my belief that God answered your prayer by telling you what to do, but now it's up to you to do it. The same goes with mental health. If the therapist says you are suffering from depression and that you need to take the medication described by your doctor, see the therapist weekly and change some of your habits in your life if you want to have a better life, would you do it? Sometimes the instructions you are given by professionals are the lifeline that God is sending you. You just have to be willing to do the work. My husband reminded me of a joke that he heard from a movie the other day that says there was a man who was stranded in the ocean and he was praying for God to save him. Then a boat came by and it stopped and asked the man if he needed any help. And the man said, no, God will save me. So the boat kept on going. A short while later, another boat came by and asked the man if he needed help. 
The man said, no, God will save me. So the boat went on about his business. Soon after, the man couldn't hang on anymore. He drowned and he died. When he got to heaven, he asked God, why didn't you save me? And God said, I did. I tried. I sent two boats to save you, dummy. And that is often us. We pray to God to save us from our thoughts and our life issues. And he is sending us resources to help us. But we aren't taking them. We just keep praying and pleading and asking for help, but we are not seeing the things that he is sending our way. He's answering our prayers in forms of doctors and therapists, coaches, friends who care, messages, and and we're just waving them by, hoping that God will just magically cure whatever it is that we're going through. Now, don't get me wrong. God can do that if he wants to, but I just know that sometimes he says that he requires more from us, so we have to do it ourselves. Here recently, my daughter was pretty sick. She was sick for a few months and I constantly prayed for God to heal her body. And I knew that he would. A part of God's healing came from him sending us to the right doctors. It came from having the right tests done. It came from being prescribed the right medications. It required us to do our part to help her get better. What kind of parents would we be if our daughter was sick and all that we did was pray? We never took her to the doctor. We never get a medication. We just prayed. That's what many of us do when it comes to our mental health. We just pray about it. When God is saying your healing will come in the form maybe of therapy. It comes through medication. It can come through that support group. It can come through you being honest about what you're dealing with. But oftentimes it is my belief that the enemy wants you to think that as a Christian, you don't need those things. That you should be ashamed that as a Christian, that you think death would be easier than living. That's a trick of the enemy to cause you to think that you are alone. That is one of the reasons why I do this podcast. So that you can see that the things that you go through, the thoughts that you have are not just exclusive to you. You aren't some anomaly. Everyone deals with something. I've never dealt with depression, but I've dealt with anxiety. You may have never dealt with anxiety, but you've dealt with complicated grief. Everyone has something, whether it is doubt and fear or whether it's manic episodes where you feel out of control. You are not alone. So don't let your mind trick you into thinking that you are. So as Christians, how do you deal with mental health issues? Well, in addition to praying, going to church and even talking to your pastor, if that's what you feel, there are many other ways to help you keep your mental wellness intact. First up, there's therapy. Y'all know how I feel about this. I'm a Christian and I am a therapist because I know that this works. And I know that the work that I do as a therapist is my God-given gift. Just like the work of a doctor who's able to do surgery on your heart is a God-given gift, the ability for me to help you dissect what's going on in your mind and help you change the narrative that you're having within yourself, that's a gift from God. For some people, in addition to therapy, they may need medication. Listen to me, y'all. Medication is not the devil. It baffles me how people are willing to take medication for diabetes, high blood pressure, birth control, and other things, but won't take medication that will help their mind. Your thoughts are just as important as your physical body. And in some cases, therapy cannot be effective unless you are on some type of medication that will help stabilize you. 
It's not until a person is on medication that they're able to have a logical conversation sometimes. So we have to stop demonizing medication and mental health. It's important that you work with somebody that you trust, somebody who will inform you of what is going on, and someone who will listen to your concerns. The best way to start this process with medication is to talk to your doctor first and then go from there. It is my opinion that every person who is taking medication for mental health reasons should be in therapy. This is how you, one, know that the medication is working. You have a professional to help track things. And two, this is how you work towards getting off the medication. Through therapy, you work so that you don't need the medication if that is an option for you. The next thing you can do is to read. The Bible, of course, is a great book to read. And you will even find books in the Bible where people are going through things just like what you may be going through. And it will provide inspiration. The stories of Job and David are examples of that. There are also scriptures that you can read that will help you when you are going through difficulties. In episode 32, Be Anxious for Nothing, I give you a few of my favorite scriptures to help combat anxiety. You can come up with your own group of scriptures that will help you deal with whatever you are going through. In addition to the Bible, I love to recommend books such as The Battlefield of the Mind by Joyce Myers and Crash the Chatterbox by Pastor Stephen Furtick. These books help provide a spiritual perspective on the mind versus spirit, gives you tools to help you overcome some of these issues as a Christian. The last thing I want to mention that you can do is to share your story. There are so many good things about being a Christian, but because we're humans, we have brought in a few troubling habits into our community. Secrecy, shame, and comparison are a few of those things. Sometimes all it takes is for one person to openly say, I'm struggling, for the floodgates to open to healing. But far too often, Christians keep quiet about their issues because they don't want to be embarrassed. They don't want to feel shame. They don't want their family to be compared to others. Let's be honest. Comparison is rampant in the Christian community. It happens every single Sunday. We compare outfits. We compare cars in the parking lot. We compare our children's accomplishments to the next family's children's. We compare church sizes, membership numbers. This is a part of the reason why pastors feel depressed is because they're comparing their church to the next pastor's church. And it causes them to feel depressed when they feel like they are failing or they aren't growing as fast as others. This comparison stops many of us from being transparent. It stops the healing process. It keeps us from being connected to one another. But if we would just be fearless enough to say, hey, I was molested as a child and I'm still dealing with it. Boy, do you know how many people that will help heal? Sharing is caring, y'all. And if you share, make sure you also care enough to recommend therapy and all the other resources that I mentioned here. Y'all, as Christians, we are God's chosen people. And for now, we have to live in this world. Living here brings its own challenges. Trust God enough to acknowledge those issues and get help. Ask God for guidance. Ask him to send you to the right person for help. Don't just sit on this. Don't wait until it's too much to bear. And please know, this isn't just for those of you who are dealing with severe issues. This is for anyone who is having thoughts that are contrary to what God has put in your spirit. No issue is too small. I have therapy clients whose issue is simply that they aren't confident in themselves or who just need to set more boundaries. No issue is too small to overcome. 
You were created by God to live a life of wonder. So don't let negative thoughts, which by the way, I plan to do an entire episode on. Don't let that stop you from your destiny. Trust God, employ your faith and put in the work to make sure your spirit and your mind are on one accord with God's word. Y'all Christians are not exempt from struggles, but because we have God on our side, we can overcome anything. Just make sure you have the faith and that you put in the work. So I hope that you feel inspired to seek help for your mental health needs, just like you would your physical health. To not allow shame and embarrassment to keep you from doing the work necessary to get better. And to remember that faith without work is dead. So pray and take the necessary steps to live a healthy life. You are needed here. So until next time, stay encouraged and inspire someone else along the way. All right, guys, that is it for today's episode. I really hope that you found it inspiring, encouraging to seek the help that you need. And if you know someone who needs help, reach out to them and say, girl, are you okay? Let's see what we can do to get you better. There are so many different um, ways that you can find help. There's therapy for black girls. There's psychology today. You can go to my website to learn how to work with me for the full show notes. Visit inspiringwomenweekly.com. Have an amazing week and I'll talk to you guys in the next episode.